Credit cards get a bad reputation because people can spend money before they earn money, but can be incredibly helpful in those times when you need to cover a big expense. We oftentimes find our clients searching for ways to get control over their spending behaviors, and some will use a debit card to avoid overspending. Credit cards may be useful in many situations, and during this episode, we want to share experiences and useful ways to approach spending by using credit cards. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community across the United States. We are the owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors and the hosts of the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our mission is to provide a different way of thinking to make financial decisions easy so you can spend time doing other things. Make sure to check out all our other great resources available through our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, articles. You can listen to our podcast through our website. You can find all of this by going to flvetadvisors.com. And if you're finding our podcast to be helpful, we could really use your help. Please rate us on Apple or Spotify. Leave us a review. If you don't listen on either of them, no harm, no foul. Please even just drop us a line through Facebook, through our Facebook page at Smarter Vet Podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. All right, Smarter Vets. So today we're going to talk about credit card usage. I think this is one thing that is constantly brought up in conversation, but we we haven't really talked about it on the show yet. So we decided to do just a little bit of our experience with it with with clients and just kind of see where this where this episode takes us. When it comes to credit cards, some of you may be aware that there are studies done that people tend to spend, you know, so depending on which study you're looking at, maybe 30 to 40% more when they swipe their card using a credit card than if they were using a debit card or using cash, right? That stuff, that uh, that green stuff that we used to keep in our pockets. When we consider the ramifications, the potential ramifications, like that may not be you. You may sit there and go, well, you know what? I don't spend 30, 40% more using a credit card. Maybe, maybe you're the opposite, right? Maybe you know that because you don't know how much is on the credit card, you actually spend less all the time. You're always thinking that you're you don't have enough money. If credit cards know this, that generally speaking, people spend more money on a credit card, then it might be something for us to investigate ourselves as to whether or not we personally are perhaps spending too much money using our credit cards. Something that I've found to be incredibly interesting, that credit cards were not actually a thing until I think the 1950s or 60s when department stores started offering them as a a way to be able to purchase. The way that people have started using them over time has become more of, I would say, for instant gratification than it is for being able to maintain their life in a balanced approach. And everything that we're about when it comes to planning is how do we find the most balance in what we do and how we approach our finances. Credit cards become very dangerous for a lot of people because if I'm just constantly buying things and I know Amazon being in today's day and age, I don't know how many of you who are listening to this get suckered into that one swipe thing and then it's here. (laughs) It's here the next day. So it's constantly just buying and it can be very dangerous. So we've we've found people that will completely avoid using credit cards because they just they can't even trust themselves and they will default to using their debit cards on their bank accounts. Well, and getting points is nice, right? Amazon gives like 5% back on if you use their car- their credit card on their platform. You almost kind of wonder like why is Amazon willing to do that? Could it be maybe that you're going to spend more than 5% more knowing that it's going on your credit card and they know that 
behaviorally speaking, it's probably most likely that way. And therefore they're willing to give up 5% because they know that that 5% is actually coming back to them in, in, in multiples. My guess would be as well that they're going to keep pulling you back to Amazon because you're getting your 5%. So that's right. If you're getting your perks they're you're coming back to Amazon. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Because if you buy it on Amazon, as opposed to buying it at another store, you're getting 5% back, right? So why, why go to any other type of store? There's a couple different things that we found working with clients that, that make managing a credit card a little easier. Something we stumbled upon a few years ago, oddly enough, I just started paying off my credit card like every Friday for really no other purpose of just because like I, I just found paying it off once a month, like when you run up the credit card and it gets to like the really high balance at the end of the month, it, it's, it can be kind of painful depending on how much you run up to just like pay it all off one time per month. And if you're someone that's putting a lot on a credit card o over time, per month might actually start to really emotionally make you feel crappy. Like you just don't feel good mm -hmm. when you do it. And for me, it got high enough where I was like, you know what, if I just pay it off every Friday, then it's never going to get to a spot where it's what they call the runaway credit card balance. And it's also going to force me to look at how much cash I have in like my checking, my savings account, which then, you know, is like, because obviously you, you have deposits in your checking, your savings, and, and then that number gets inflated. And then your credit card gets inflated because you're not paying off that credit card. And some people that we've met, clients that we've met, eventually they're like, yeah, like the credit card was a runaway train and my checking account didn't grow faster than the balance of my credit card. And I didn't realize it. And next thing you know, they've got $10,000, $15,000 of credit card debt on their balance sheet. And then they're going, well, how, how am I going to pay this off? Right. It got there kind of by accident and I wasn't paying attention. It's not their fault, right? Sometimes we get busy. Sometimes things come up. Life gets expensive. Maybe family members end up depending on you more more than more than you thought. So every Friday, I just start paying it off. Well, fast forward to uh, I go to Starbucks. So I go to Starbucks a lot. Everyone at Starbucks knows my name. That's by my house. One of the people in the back there was just talking about how, yeah, every time they're they're you know talking to another barista back there, every time you know, credit card gets to a high balance, and then she has to pay this massive chunk off, and it like and it hurts every time she does it. I just kind of said like, hey, why don't you just think about paying it off every Friday? Well, lo and behold, a month later, month two, two months go by. I'm going through the drive-through at this same Starbucks. And this person is there. She says, hey, you'll never guess what happened. I said, what, what, what's happening? She says, I started paying off that credit card every week. My credit score went up. It jacked up like a bunch of points. Lo and behold, what seemed to also happen as a byproduct of her paying off that credit card every Friday was the balance of her cards never got to a spot where whenever they were being reported to the credit bureau, because that's what happens, like I think once a month they get reported to the credit bureaus, her utilization rate went down. So her credit score was actually positively impacted by her just paying it off every Friday. And she also told me she believed that she was spending less money because she was realizing that every time she paid it off and she saw her checking account go down, she was making decisions very different because we make decisions very differently than if our checking account had 50,000 versus 5,000 versus $500. Our spending habits are very, very much so dependent and, and motivated based upon how much we believe, how much money we believe that we have available to spend. And what can be helpful about paying off a credit card every week is for those who don't want to actually budget or create a spending plan, I know there's a lot of you out there who probably just will say, I don't have the time, or I'm using some online system to see my expenses, which CJ and I, we have our opinions and thoughts around them because they can be effective for some and then very ineffective for others. And when you are paying every week, I mean, going back to what CJ
TJ was just saying here, it's incredible just the amount of behavior that you will realize of how you're spending money over the course of the week, because it's not something you wait until you get the email from your credit card company saying, hey, your balance is due on this date, and this is how much is due as a minimum payment. You're actively staying on top of it and staying connected. And this could be a very good way for some of you who are having a hard place to start with tracking your spending or understanding your spending habits. Start paying off your credit cards every week. It might be something that could be very helpful along the way in your financial journey. I will tell you, paying off a big chunk, watching your bank account going down, my personal experience at times, it it stings. No matter how much money I have, it's just... (laughs) I hate paying at the end of a month and being like, hey, he's a big chunk. So I've personally even adapted the weekly. And this being on a a Friday that we've actually were recording this episode, I've paid off mine this morning, whatever balance was on it. So it's a really good, really good routine to get into. Yeah. And I think I strategically pick Friday nights because I knew that on the weekends I spend the most. So if I brainwashed myself and believing that I didn't have money on Friday night, then maybe I wouldn't spend as much on Saturday or Sunday. Right. And so we and we we oftentimes talk about using these things in, in conjunction with something called a wealth coordination account. Not going to go too far into that. But if you're using a wealth coordination account, even more so your savings is automated. Like you don't even have to think about it. So really paying off the credit card every week is it, it's actually insanely easy and it never becomes a runaway train. Another thought to add into this, when we look at credit cards, we find that people are always trying to get ahead of how to pay them off will float balances from one card to another because of promotional balances, or they'll have like five different cards they use because they've opened them at department stores or airlines or other places that they're constantly rotating and using, and there's no consistency. We've just found that when people can find one card or maybe even two cards that they actively want to use to accrue points and they're paying them off every Friday, that their lives become a little bit more, let's say, simpler. And they're not having to stress out as much about having all these different cards that they're paying on all the time. But let's say that you have things that you really actively enjoy. Let's say it is travel or eating out or being able to get perks back at Amazon. These might be places that you can go look at. Maybe I should have a card here and use that as my active spending card because I get a perk for using this. And then if you're paying it off every week, you're not letting, you know, you're not chasing your tail or letting the cart get ahead of the horse you're always staying ahead of what your spending is. So I I know myself, I have a a frequent card that I use for personal expenses and it's a little bit more dynamic. It's a card that actually has a lot of different perks to it, but maybe there's certain, it's not something that you need yourself. And maybe there's an airline that you love, or you do love Amazon or a department store that you shop at all the time. It's something to consider as you're going about your, your usage of how you plan on using a credit card. Let's say that you're someone right now that really is just struggling with your spending and you can't get a handle on it. The best place to always start with getting more of control and clarity is you have to track. You can use an online system if you want. That's always been helpful for some people. However, it's a very easy way to set it and forget it. We have a cash flow tracker that's been created with an Excel file, which actually actively is meant to engage you in your tracking journey. And if you can get in the habit of tracking for at least 90 days, it will show you what your spending habits and behaviors are and be able to make adjustments along the way. And it's a good exercise to go through. Uh, If you're one of those people that just want to get more of a control over your spending, or if you want to get more clarity on what you're doing, we have a cash flow tracker you can download and you can find that by visiting the link in the description of this podcast, or you can also go to tracker.fl vetadvisors.com to go download a copy of it right now. Please help us spread the word about the podcast by liking the Smarter Vet Podcast Facebook page. If you have enjoyed this episode, share it with three of your friends. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. 
Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seiko are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seiko's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only. Only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general use. By providing the content, Park Avenue Securities LLC and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. The individuals associated with Florida Veterinary Advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. 2023161542 expires September 2025.